0: My name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode eighty-eight, fertility empowerment show, improving male fertility with Stacey Stafford, master healer, author, and speaker. Please subscribe to Ponta Kalhor Transition Channel in YouTube and order my book, Naturally Conceive, through Amazon. Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power. Hi, another episode of uh, Fertility Empowerment Podcast, and uh, we are going to talk about great stuff today. <laughs> we have Stacy today. She, her name is Stacy Stafford, and she's actually an author. Uh, right now, she has two published book, books, and uh, she's also a speaker, master healer recovering perfectionist, and compulsive hard worker. She actually talking about the sex and relationship today. I know when you are struggling with fertility issues, it's so difficult to have intimacy and be close to each other. I know a lot of couples lose this connection. And we got to talk about this today, how we can get back to that better connection and have a lot of fun, even if we are waiting uh, for having a miracle. So welcome to my show, Stacy. I'm so happy to have you. And congratulations. Uh, congratulations congratulation for your new book.
1: Thank you very much. Hi, everyone. Uh, I really am Uh, excited for this conversation because I suffered from infertility myself and had four miscarriages and um, the community of women who have miscarriages and challenges with fertility uh, really need support um, because Mm -hmm. it can be the silent killer to relationships.
0: Yes, I believe in it because... uh, It's getting so hard, especially when you are in a cycle of IVF and you have to pay the expense because when you are doing natural, so you don't need to go through that path. But usually, especially when you are over 40 of age, women thinking about going to IVF or different paths, doesn't matter which path you go. You need to have that kind of connection. Right, so uh, let's talk about it and see how we can make this connection and how we can have a better relationship to have a better, healthy egg, egg quality.
1: All right, so you know, one of the things that I noticed that happened to me with my infertility is I had a lot of anxiety and stress. That I didn't realize I was having that was affecting my hormonal balance and it was affecting my relationship with my partner. Where every time we went to have sex when whatever monitor I was using um, to find out if I was in a fertile time, it would be like a like a, a job. And we would we would then like try to find a way to have sex and and it was not about the loving each other and creating a child out of the passion and connection that we had. It was more about we have to do this thing because this is the only window that you know was available to have sex. And I and I know I'm, I'm I know I'm not alone because this is something that other women have shared with me. But that's very traumatic on the you know from the spirituality side of things, it's very traumatic for the little soul that's coming into, you know, the conception. And it's traumatic to the woman soul and the man's soul because, you know, all of them are little pieces that are trying to like do this job instead of having um, the, the whole point of lovemaking is to have a reverence for the person in front of you. It's a sacred, in in the work that I teach with all of my couples, this is a sacred experience of ecstasy. And sex is not just for reproduction. Uh, Dr. Ruth, who is one of my heroines that I learned from, I started uh, learning from Dr. Ruth when I was 13, listening to her and 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 hearing the principles that she was teaching people about their sexuality, she uh, indicates that the Hebrew word for sex is to know. The whole point of sex is to know your partner. Now, when we go into sacred experiences of ecstasy, sex becomes an opportunity to dive deep into who your partner is and and why you're in love and why you're connecting and if we can actually go into those spaces like a meditation then the The overall organism, our body with all of our hormones and cells and reproductive system and digestive system and respiratory system, then they all get this upload of the hormones and they balance out naturally as part of the orgasm and as part of the lovemaking. And so in that respect, my couples, I have them do as often of a sexual meditation as I can get them to schedule in their lives. And yes, I did say schedule. I always recommend that people put lovemaking into their schedule because it is one of the most important activities that you and your partner can do to heal, to grow, and to expand your love and create your family.
0: You know, one of the things I see, um, as you said, uh, sex is not just for reproduction. And that's the point because when you go to fertility center, they ask you to do the sex and um, the fertility windows and you know okay you have to have sex at exactly that time you know it's like a kind of mechanism that you don't feel close to your partner it's like a task that you have to do and then uh on the other hand I guess you need to add more romance to your sex is not only because you're going to create a great creature out of you. And as you say, it's good to have some meditation or um, feel the pleasure uh, to create something great. Right. So I see in those books, can you actually talk about uh, this? It's hard, that book.
1: So my first book it's hard sexual satisfaction secrets to beat erectile dysfunction it it's a book that is for couples who are dealing with any kind of dysfunction sexually so women have sexual dysfunction men have sexual dysfunction now in this book i go through a process i call it sex s e x as in sacred experience of ecstasy magic and magic is a ritual that I spell out in this book that explains a traditional tantric lovemaking session. But this tantric lovemaking session is actually what Um, can be used for tantric healing of the fertility system. It can upregulate your hormones. It can upregulate your fertility and your sexual functionality, but it's really an opportunity for both men and women to connect in this sacred space that I'm talking about. Now I love how you had used, you're gonna create another being, right? You're gonna create this this miracle. I have a miracle baby and I have to say that uh, she's like a hundred babies in one person. And I'm so grateful. She's now 18 and um, just the light of my life. When we think about our reproductive organs, What we don't realize is this is the seat of creation. This is the seat of manifestation that we humans have sitting right in our body. It's not just for fertility. This center of of energy in your body can also be used to manifest a friendship, can be manifest a job, can manifest more abundance and wealth. The practice in it's hard that's called magic, it can be used for whatever you want to create. It's not just for creating a baby. Now, when we think about sex education and, you know, around the world, we're really talking about uh, fertility education and how to create children. We're not usually talking about sex education as in our our sexual um, bodies have the ability to create pleasure on a daily basis. That's what we do with this center more in uh, more often than creating a baby. We do oftentimes don't use this as you know the percentage of time when we actually use our sexual center for creating a baby is a fraction of the time compared to why it's here. It's here so that you can create the life you want. You can create happiness and pleasure. You can use it to shift your weight. It can be used to like improve your health and, and upregulate your immune system. That part of the body is really important to understand. Most of us did not get uh, taught the kinds of things we need to know in order to have amazing connection to our sexuality we were just told, don't get pregnant unless you want to. And so now we're having challenges with fertility and we're wondering why. Well, we have blocked off this energy center and the work in, my, in both books. But this first one, this book really teaches you how to awaken that, that creation, whether you want to use it to make a baby or whether you want to use it to build a business or anything like that. But I really wanted to say that because you had mentioned creation. And I really wanted to say, like, most people aren't talking about this. But if you want to, you know, it's it's a fad right now to talk about manifestation. But in the secret, they left out that that's really the center where all creation is coming from. And you have the power inside you. To actually do that, so I really am on a mission to teach people how to use the sexuality for more than just creating a baby, but to create a daily practice of pleasure and joy. And out of that, I find, like most people, um, once their 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 happiness and their pleasure is filled, then the body just naturally does. Um, uh, fertility. And, um, and, and I think that that's a really important. Now, people who are having IVF, you are going to be more successful, the more you create pleasure in your life, because pleasure adds to that hormonal balance that most people are missing during this very medical kind of uh, IVF experience. And in the end, we're really doing this so that we can have a family. And whether you end up having a baby or not, the person who you were creating the baby with is your family. So let's not kill off that relationship trying to, you know, create another human being. That's kind of like literally throwing the baby out with the bathwater and, uh, I really want to see more couples building their relationship than breaking it down because of this process.
0: Stacy, I have a, I've heard from my clients that they had a pause. They go somewhere because I always tell them go and have a pause because they are very worried oh we are missing time if they are over 40 especially and i said don't worry you you if you are thinking about missing time you already missed a lot (laughs) so you have to use this timing and stay there enjoy it so what they did they just pause it for a few months and then they go somewhere like um they said okay We don't want to have baby right now. We just want to enjoy. That's what I tell them. First, work on yourself to feel uh, more loved in you. So love yourself, love your partner, have the connection. They go somewhere like uh, Cancun or anywhere else, just have this connection back. And you can't believe it. Miracle just happened after this connection created they feel much better they feel more connected and then boom (laughs) the baby (laughs) naturally conceived
1: yeah it's true it's so true um you know what do they tell us when we go on an airplane right put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put the oxygen mask on anybody else and that's what we're doing here um you know a lot of people sometimes are surprised when i'm teaching a couple how to have a a new sex life because of any kind of dysfunction and i first tell them you need to create a sex life for you so i call it a self-honoring practice which is masturbation but when you have a se- sexual experience or a sacred experience of ecstasy with yourself, you're practicing getting to know you. If you don't know you, then how are you going to share you with another person, whether it's your lover or with your child? So, first, you must practice these, I call them sexual meditations. And they're described, and it's hard. So, you it, anyone who's interested in a copy of the book, I'm happy to give you a copy of the book, and we can talk about that at the end. But um, it's very easy to create a self honoring practice. You can do that in the morning. takes five ten minutes at most. That gives you a beginning to your day where your dopamine and your oxytocin are, are raised that allows you to wake up and see the, the the light of the day as a beautiful, passionate experience. And that starts all of your hormones off to actually be balanced. Once, you're, once you are practicing this honoring of yourself, then when you go to have a um, sexual meditation with your partner, then it's relaxing. It's you, you engaging and sharing who you are with your partner. And, and, and once you're doing that, you know, I find that what you were just saying, the miracles happen because you're no longer goal oriented and a goal oriented uh, sexual experience is going to be lacking the spirit. And it's my experience that the spirit is what is missing in most of these fertility challenges.
0: Uh, Stacy, tell me about your... I don't know if, if you uh, pronounce your name cor- correctly because you have another one, Sequoia? Is that yeah. Sequoia?
1: Yeah. So, okay. uh, Stacy is my birth name. And as my books have released, I go by Sequoia. That's the, that's my Sequoia. author name. You can call me either, but on Facebook, you'll see my name is Stacy Sequoia. Sequoia. Uh,
0: Sequoia. Yeah, you can call okay. me Sequoia. Yeah. All right. Um, first of all, I'm going to talk about your topic um, because we didn't talk about it, orgasm and male um, ejaculation control can increase fertility. Can you talk about this? Then we go back to your programs
1: and your books again. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Um, Alright, so I, I go through this uh, in detail and it's hard. But what I want everybody to understand is the sexual center of your body um, a lot of people know the term chakras it just means that there's banks of energy and they're connected to your neurology and the reproductive organs have a lot of nerves and energy literally electricity that's a part of this part of the body. and when a man has an ejaculation what what most people don't know is that a man's body the physiology of a man's body, will collect energy from all of its organs and imbue that electricity into his ejaculate and send that into the woman's womb, what I call sacred space. The process of this depletes the man as if he just ran a marathon. Now, when when a man is depositing his seed, into a woman's sacred space for fertility, it's important for him to fill his entire seed, his ejaculate filled with this sacred energy, which is his essence. This is him contributing to the conception. If a man is doing uh, an ejaculation every day, it depletes the energy from the body making his ejaculate less potent. So the Taoists have a practice, it's called male ejaculatory control. And depending on your age, and I write about the age, you can find it in one of the chapters here, I would have to look to see which chapter it is. But I put down what it what what the breakdown is from, you know, 20 to 30. It's a certain amount of days um, that you should hold off ejaculating. Um, When you get to be, um, I think it's uh, 60, you should not ejaculate for at least 30 days. That's to keep your energy, also known as chi or prana, in the man's body. Now, that doesn't mean the man can't have sex every day, multiple times a day. And it is a practice, just like a yoga practice, just like a meditation practice. Don't expect to be able to have ejaculatory control right off the bat. And that's why you would want to work with someone like myself, a a tantra coach or a sex coach who can teach you this practice and help guide you through the practice. But here's what I want everyone to understand. A man doesn't have to ejaculate in order to have an orgasm. Now that's shocking for most people because most people think that ejaculation and orgasm are one and the same thing. But through the practices and the rituals that I write about in my books, you can start separating the orgasm from ejaculation and retain The the energy for the man to keep filling his body up so he's not depleted and so that when he is entering his seed into his woman's womb, that it's fully invested with all of his energy for that month. That's a very different concept than a lot of fertility uh, practices that say, have sex as much as you possibly can. This is depleting the energy of the man. And, um, and oftentimes the, the full energy of conception is not being, uh, concentrated on the woman's fertility days, which is usually about four to five days. Did that make sense?
0: Yes, sure. Actually, uh, in some fertility clinics, um, they said uh, it's better you don't have sex every day. That's exactly what you say. And then because men uh, lose their energy. Yes, they also recommend this. So especially during that window for four or five days, they say, yeah, it's better you do, you just do it that time. Yeah, that's exactly in... Uh, it's proven everybody mm, know that i mean not everybody it's better to know that you it's better you keep your energy if you want to have baby and uh, i see uh, you i have another book i'm not jealous <laughs> what is it all about is it about sex again
1: Yeah, so I'm Not Jealous is, let's see, there's a screen. So I'm Not Jealous is really my guide for women who, um, so, so we women go through a lot trying to have our families and trying to have the perfect relationship. So this is my book, Teaching Women the Concepts of Being Goddesses being women of a life of fertility. And what I mean by that is what I was talking about before, where you know w- women are very powerful beings. We are the seat of creation. We are the vessel which creation happens within. And so in this book, I talk a lot about healing practices that women can, can practice. Um, I tell the story of um, my infertility in this book and how I was jealous of women who were fertile and have baby like five babies where, you know, I was I had four miscarriages. So every time I lost a baby, one of my girlfriends was having a baby and I was really dealing with how do I be happy for my friends and mourn the loss of my baby, or mourn the loss of a dream that is a family uh, of you know three or four, pe- four four kids. Um, prior to going into the, the relationship and intimacy work that I do now, I owned a toy store, and um, I was. Creating um, opportunities, healthy opportunities with healthy, open-ended toys for families to um, to play and and create um, imagination for their children. So my background is in teaching children. I talk about that in both books. Um, as a creative problem solver, it was very challenging for me to be going through my infertility. And in I'm not jealous, I really share vulnerably, you know, how hard it was. But also I learned the lessons that I was supposed to learn. And in that way, I guide women and their partners on how to find the golden nuggets of your jealousy and what it's really telling you. Like, why am I jealous right now? Jealousy is not you being a bad person, it's actually a window to see that you are really committed to something in your life and you get to choose the practices in my book on what you're going to do with that information. Are you going to act on your jealousy and create more problems in your life? Or are you going to use it to tell you more about yourself so that you can create relationships that work for you and a lifestyle that works for you. And what I created is I have one child, but I have about 10 godchildren and the work that I do, I work with people and their children and and in that way I have more children that I could have ever bore out of my own body. And that's a wonderful way to kind of transmute this challenge of of tragedy
0: beautiful you know I definitely follow you it happened to me as well because I had two miscarriages first I look at the people who have kids then I change my mindset and that was my philosophy I said all right if Somebody that I love because one of my friends or friends, uh, we had a couple friends and they got pregnant five months before us. And we both struggled to have, uh, to have the baby. And as soon as she had the baby, like sh- she announced that she's pregnant. I was like, Oh my goodness, that can happen to me as well. That was my philosophy. And I said, all right, Uh, When I see a couple is happy with their baby, I feel that the world is more harmonized. So I love this harmony. So that's why I get that connection, the feeling of having the baby. And then, uh, as I said, I tell them, "I congratulations, I hold her and i felt that it's going to happen to me as well because we were on the same boat and 5 months later i was pregnant so that's the philosophy i get the great energy of having the baby something which is actualized something which is realized uh, cuz when your dream is far you don't you are jealous right something that you cannot Uh, get something that is so far for you, you are jealous. But when something you can get, then you see, oh, so I have, I missed some steps. I just have to learn how they did it. Then it can happen to me as well, right? That was my philosophy. So when I see them, I see, okay, that's me, the next one. And the same thing happened when I went to acupuncture office, and the secretary said, uh, "You see this baby on the wall? Uh, this is one of the clients for, for this office. And I said, "I'm gonna be the next. I love this baby. I look at the baby. I, I was not jealous at all. I was I felt great. I felt like this can happen to me as well. So it's that's my philosophy. and that's why you don't need to be jealous because as soon as you're jealous, you are in a low, uh modality (laughs) of your energy and um you you feel very less you don't see that yourself there so that's why your dream is very far from you but if you are harmonized with the person who have the same situation that you've been there then you have that frequency and you get that frequency to create this energy in you and get
1: pregnant. Yeah, absolutely. Um, What, what we call that in this transformational space is heart coherence. And it comes from holding the knowingness in your heart that it's already here. It just hasn't manifested in physical form yet. So that happens from a gratitude practice. And I have a gratitude practice in both of these books because they're both set up for what you were just talking about. In this book, um, it's hard. Uh, the gratitude practice is called Thank Goddess. And it's all about hold the... Um, the completion of your dream in your heart, seeing it totally manifested and here baby in your arms, the gratitude, feel the, the energy of this already being here, visualize it in your mind, have the heart gratitude and the love for this, this already manifested lifestyle with the baby, and the husband, and 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 this expansion of your heart, feel that and sit in manifestation. And this is part of what I uh, recommend people to do with their sexual med- uh, meditation, the, the self honoring practice. Because because what else is required for that manifestation to happen is an emotion. So the emotion of gratitude, the visualization that it's already here. And, and then the hormones, the oxytocin, oxytocin and the dopamine that are released from the orgasm that you give yourself, all of that communicates to your cells, and this is called epigenetics, but it communicates to your cells that this is already a done deal, and all we're waiting for is the physical form to actually connect And that is a practice that so many people don't know about. But the seat of that manifestation is the orgasm. And for women, I recommend a daily practice of this. Now, a lot of people are going to be like, how the heck does this woman have have an orgasm every day? It doesn't take you that long. It can be done as your meditation practice. And this is what we're here for. We're here to have this release. A lot of people are wondering, like, why, why are women, you know, having PMS and, you know, kind of have this bitchy edge to them? Because they're not releasing this orgasmic hormonal energy on a regular basis. So men, if you're listening to this, if your woman is frustrated and, and anxious and, and got some, some bitchiness, give her an orgasm. Give her some pleasure and it will go away. I Trust me, it will go away. So I like what you were saying.
0: Uh, I 100% agree. There are lots of cultures. Um, women don't do orgasm. They never experience orgasm. They even don't know what is this. Like they always think that that's the man part. They just have their orgasm themselves, but women know. But, uh, yes, that's that's the point because um, you need to balance your hormones and help yourself uh, to be released, happy, and this is the way because that's the connection. And by the time you're not there, <laughs> you don't have it. Then you don't feel the pleasure. You don't feel satisfied. You're angry. You are, um, You feel that something is not right. And your hormones is is not balanced. Even if you had the sex, it it was not complete. So you don't feel that it's done. (laughs) Uh, But men usually have it. So (laughs) uh, that should be the same part. Like we should be mutual. Yes, I agree.
1: So one more thing about that, what most, uh, so I, I find that most people also don't understand the mechanism of, of their uh, anatomy. Like men don't actually understand their sexual anatomy and women don't understand their sexual anatomy. And then, and then what's worse is that the men don't understand the women's sexual anatomy and the women don't understand the men's sexual anatomy. Women have this this uh, ability to release water. Now it's it's a, a female ejaculation and it's literally called Amrita and it means in Sanskrit, nectar of the goddess. It is the water that purifies a woman's emotions. Now, when I teach women and, the, and their partners how to stimulate a woman's ejaculation, this is the tool to help women release the toxic emotions that are trapped in our bodies. Just like a woman has a monthly uh, bleed, that monthly bleed is necessary for the womb to be flushed. There's toxins that collect every every month. And in order for the blood to be pure and fresh, for the baby to be implanted in the fresh tissue of the womb, it needs to be purified every month. And that's why we bleed. We bleed to flush off the toxins so that it's fresh tissue. The same is true with our emotions. And water is the element of purification. Women's ejaculate helps them to flush out their emotional toxins and any fluid toxins that are trapped inside our cells. And the way it works is that it's through the urethral sponge. The urethral sponge literally sucks the water out of cells and it fills the urethral sponge. During intimacy, when the urethral sponge is stimulated, and I usually coach people to stimulate it with your fingers. So your partner stimulating the woman with her fingers, um, it's called sacred spot. And this was a a technique uh, created by my my tantra master, Charles Muir. Um, When it's stimulated, then the urethral sponge has a convulsion or a contraction and just like when we let down milk in our breasts and the the milk will have an ejaculation of milk right into the baby's mouth so that it doesn't have to work very hard the same mechanism is on the urethral sponge and this ejaculation will happen immediately now a lot of women know that they can be moist or wet during intimacy but a lot i mean the majority of the population have no idea that there is this natural antidepressant for women that happens through this mechanism. And that's one of the main practices that I teach people. And it will completely transform your relationship and completely transform, you know, in uh, relationship to that, your fertility.
0: You know, amazing. This, you know, everybody needs to know about their body. Like you need... Even if, like, unfortunately, in some cultures, nobody talks about it. It's very hidden. And women are, I'm saying, sexually abused. This is not the sex. When it's not mutual, it's not sex. And uh, that's why in so many cultures, after they got married, after years, women are nagging (laughs) because they can't. Uh, express themselves through sex and they are not they are never satisfied they are and they don't know about it they don't know the root cause of this issue and uh, I know about the fertility if uh, you have orgasm you you can have a better fertility and better equality. so it's like many things is there So it should be mutual. So this is part of the connection. It's not bad because it is part of the creation process and you should know about this and you should, you know, master this science. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hang on. You've been um, uh, mute. Right.
1: It's, it's, it's a practice. It's, it's one of the most delicious practices that we have been given as human beings. Um, For me, it, it is something that I ask my partners to practice with me regularly, because I know it makes me a better person. It makes, it makes my skin better. It makes me younger. I just turned 50 and I feel younger than I um, did when I turned 40. And you can see my eyes are welling up because it really does make a difference. And I want everyone to understand it up regulates your metabolism. There's, there's just not one bad thing about a sensual, uh, practice. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's literally your body has the antidepressant inside you. And I want people to really be responsible with it and explore practice practice every day if you want. Now, there are people who go a little crazy and, you know, just like anything, you know, we can have too many glasses of wine. We can have too many, you know, uh, masturbation sessions. You want to practice with the intent of creating the love experience you're wanting for your life and start with yourself and um, share it with the person that you can trust will honor that part of you.
0: Beautiful. Um, All right, we are actually uh, past the time, (laughs) but I know I I couldn't stop it because it was great talk and great information. Uh, just, uh, Just wanna ask you a question. Uh, for curiosity, um, can women have orgasm after menopause?
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Menopause has nothing to do with whether or not you're going to have an orgasm or be able to have orgasms. As a matter of fact, the more orgasms, just like with fertility, you're going to be upregulating your hormones and the hormonal balance is what's required for um, menopausal survival is what I'm going to call it. Uh, frankly, you know, I would rather have a sexual meditation practice where I honor myself daily than spreading a cream on my body that is you know man made so um, you know I think that when when we start owning our um, our body 's ability to manage our own hormones without taking something and i 'm not opposed to taking something. Um, especially if you're working with someone whose practice fits with your principles. My principles are probably not the same as everybody else's. I tend to be very nature-based. I don't like a lot of man-made products going in or on my body. Um, So I, I recommend everybody doing what feels right for them. Uh, But I'm telling you, the human body, when it's nourished properly, when it's uh, rested properly, when the stress hormones have been uh, reduced to um, meditation practices, when we can actually let the body do its job, its job is to grow, just like a tree, If your body is not growing, it's dying. There is no in-between. So everything you do in your life, if you want to have a good quality of life and not have to take pharmaceutical drugs, make choices that are growing choices. If your body is not growing, it's dying. Just like the, the vegetables in your refrigerator, if they are not going to grow they're going to decompose they're going to die they're going to degenerate the same is true with our organism so make choices that feed the growth of your body and that includes detox your body regularly Um, just like in the recycling world reduce reuse recycle with your body reduce the amount of toxins that go in and then detox any toxins that are already there and then make choices that nourish the body's ability to function the way it was designed and our bodies were designed to be detoxification machines so exercise you know uh be out in the sun get into the ocean if you can get in water make sure that your body's functions are fueled with the nutrients that are needed for it to work. And the body will naturally grow just like a tree. If, if it's not getting the sunlight it needs, it will literally bend itself to reach for that sunlight. Your body is as smart at, or even smarter than that. So let your body actually do its job. And that's what I would say about (laughs) what you
0: just said naturally everything natural is better okay is this your website freelovemodel.com yeah so it's already there if you want to connect to her uh you can find her there um and yeah that's it thank you so much i really enjoyed it and i really learned so many things from you (laughs) thank you for being here Yeah, welcome. And And I would
1: like to give people a copy of my book. Either one, if they would like. If they want, it's hard. You can go to my website, it's hardbook.com, and you can download a copy straight from there. All you have to do is go to that website, and you can get that book. For uh, I'm Not Jealous, just go to freelovemodel.com, and you can get a copy of that book there.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.